Welcome to another episode of Ask Alika. Today, we're going to be talking about website forms. Now, website forms can be anything from a contact us form to an email sign-up form to a survey form, etc., etc. They are super important because they represent a call to action. They represent something that you want someone to do on your website. And a lot of the time, they represent uh, getting client information, which ends up being a lead or a sale or just data from a client or prospect. And usually that information is super duper important for any organization. Now, the aim of the game when it comes to website forms is to get people or quality people filling out your forms, right? So, how do you do that? We're going to talk about how do you do that effectively. We're also going to test the theory or sorry, talk about the theory that shorter forms are better. Okay. Now, let's go through a few case studies. We're actually going to go through five case studies. Okay, so case study number one was done by a company called Marketing Experiments and it was done in 2011, so it was a while back, but we can still get some learnings from this. Now, this was an expected result. There were three forms that were tested, a short form, a medium form, and a long form. Now, the short form had five fields, got a conversion rate of 13.4%. The medium form had seven fields, got a conversion rate of 12%, which is lower. The long form had nine fields, which got a conversion rate of the lowest, which uh, came at 10%. So the conversion rate went down as the length of the form went up. Okay, so this is generally an expected result when it comes to marketing because the theory is as you make it uh, more difficult for someone to fill out a form, they will less likely fill out the form. They'll less likely complete it, right? And... Generally speaking, marketers think that a longer form uh, makes it less difficult for someone to fill out, right? So, design guidelines say generally to stick to five fields or fewer, okay? I think this contact this form that was tested was a contact form and it does make sense in that instance. Uh, however, let's look at case study two. Now, case study two had a contradicting result, Okay. It was done by Conversion Excel, which is a, a big company. They do a lot of conversion optimization. They're very reputable. Um, this study was done more recently and they actually got a completely different result. Okay. They had a form, which was probably a longish form. They reduced the number of fields of the form, thinking that conversion rates will go up, but instead conversion rates dropped by 14%. Okay. Now the, um, person that ran this test actually said that they um, removed all the fields. They found that they what happened was they remo- removed all the fields that people actually wanted to interact with and they only left the crappy ones um, that people don't want to interact with. Kind of stupid. That's actually a quote from um, Michael Argard, right, who uh, ran this test as, as part of Conversion Excel and he said this at a conference a conversion optimization conference. And what he did was he put the fields back in, he tested variations of the fields and he was able to increase the conversion rate by 19%. So what does this tell us? It tells us that context is very important. Just because you remove fields doesn't mean that your conversion rate is going to go up. It matters. It really matters about it. It really matters uh, as to what fields you're putting in or taking out and There's more to it than just, okay, I'm going to reduce the number of fields and then my conversion rate is going to go through the roof. There's definitely more to it than that. Okay, now case study number three, conversion rates. This is to do with conversion rates and lead quality. Now, 
There was a video case study from marketing experiments that was done, a very detailed video. And in this case, there was a form with 11 fields. It was tested with two variations, one with 15 fields and one with 10, um, plus some other variations. And what they found was the form with 15 fields resulted in a 109% uplift in conversions and the form with 10 fields saw an 80, 87% increase, okay? So it started with 11 fields, right? The one with, then they increased the fields to 15 for one variation. Conversions went up 109%. Uh, and then for another variation, they went down to 10 fields, and that saw only an 87% increase in conversions. So go figure, okay? This is also contradicts the first case study. Okay, so moving on to case study number four. All right, there was another case study that was done where um, there was a form, okay, and it was a donation form, and uh, they tested that form as it as it stood, okay? Then there was another variation of it where there was copy added to the top of the form where it just explained a bit more about the donation, what it was for, and um, the form was put underneath that copy. Okay, now the variation with the copy actually did 28% better than the other form. So conversions were actually um, better by 28% where the copy was on top of the form. Okay, now what does this say? This says that, you know, copy can sometimes be really good depending on what the form is. And it also acts as a form of motivation, okay, for someone to fill out the form. Case study number five. Now, in this case study, there was a form, right? And some tests were done on a standard form. And then a variation of, for, of the form was made and it was a multi-step form. Okay, so multi-step forms are generally longer and um, what happens is that there are multiple screens in the page, okay? They're progressive type forms. So anyway, uh, when they did the test, the multi-step form actually did significantly better than the standard one-page form. So again, this kind of contradicts the first case study uh, and shows that people are actually willing to fill out multi-step forms if they're user-friendly, okay? Now, the synopsis from the company that did this test was that they thought that people uh, were actually less intimidated by the multi-step form despite the fact that they required more, it required more effort from the users. Now, I don't know if I necessarily agree with this synopsis, but the people that ran the test said that they thought that the multi-step form did better because people were less intimidated by the multi-step process uh, because they weren't really sure how many more questions were left and therefore uh, they didn't feel the dread of having to complete like a heap, a heap more questions. Um, that was the synopsis by the people that ran the, uh, the test. Okay. All right. So let's summarize all of this. And think about the takeaways. So, you know, in my opinion, you know, if you, if you just got like a contact form or an inquiry form, you're trying to get a lead from your website, regardless of the industry, then generally a shorter form is good. Um, but in cases where you actually do need to get more serious information from people like a credit application form, um, some kind of finance form, then, or an you know insurance related form or a survey, then people actually prefer a longer form because number one they think that you're serious. 
Number two, they think that they're going to get um, a more accurate answer or a more accurate reply if they do fill out a longer form. So context is really important. What the form is is really important. There's no long and short answer to all of this. You have to test. Um, And the other thing is that the other factor that we haven't talked about is motivation, right? So we've talked about difficulty of filling out a form. The more difficult it is to fill out a form, then the less likely you're going to get people to fill it out, right? But there's this other concept called motivation. So if you can motivate people to fill out a form, then you're in good stead, right? So if people feel, right, that by filling out the form, they're going to get more accurate answer, okay, then they're going to more likely fill it out. So that's where longer forms can actually work really well. Um, If you have other motivations, whether it's some kind of reward, okay, uh, whether, you know, you make people, for example, if you have a phone number field there and, and you explain that if you put your phone number in, then a customer service representative can actually contact you and help you okay so thinking things like health and insurance and that's important to people they feel like they're going to have someone speak to them so in those cases if you explain yourself and even in some cases where you don't explain yourself but you have the field you have those fields there that make people think oh i'm going to get a better customer service or a better reply or more accurate reply if i feel like this information that's that's a piece of motivation for them and that's going to increase the conversion rate of them filling out that form okay so all in all context is super important the type of form long short, long long forms versus short forms depend on the type of form um, and the other thing is that motivation is super important If you have motivators like what I just talked about or motivators like having copy, you know, above the form, like in a donation form where you're explaining the donation, where the people's money is going uh, to, how the process works, then that will actually increase your conversion rates as well, regardless of how long the form is. So, I hope you enjoyed that podcast on website forms and until next Tuesday, peace.